Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Please take your seats quickly, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. And welcome to The Passing Shot, the tennis podcast by fans, for fans, with your host, Joel and Kim. Today on the show, back by popular demand and with no prospect of live tennis whatsoever, we're going to be testing each other's knowledge on the season so far. Kim, I am tentatively calling this the season so far quiz, but it also feels like it could be the end of season quiz as well. I think you might be right, Joel, sadly. Um, it'll be the season that was, uh, we'll see. I mean, th- there might be a few more tournaments, who knows? But I mean, I love a good quiz. So any excuse to do a good quiz, Joel, and I'm I'm there. Looking forward to testing your brains because I can't really remember a lot of what's happened. I mean, I don't know. It's, 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 it's been, I don't know. It's been, what, 10 weeks of tennis we had and then now nothing so it's very strange we've had 10 weeks of tennis and we have managed to put together 35 questions uh between us uh listeners you can obviously play along uh we've got four sections uh the answer sheet uh is in a link in the description or if you want to go old school you can obviously jot down your answers on on pen and paper we'll make sure to give you uh, between 10 and 15 seconds from when we say the question to writing down and having a think about your answer. Um, it's one mark uh, per question. And uh, yeah, as always with any good quiz, no Googling, Kim. I see you on webcam making sure that you're not on your on your smartphone whilst I'm, I'm saying the questions. I would never, never cheat in a quiz, though, Joel. <laughs> and same same goes to you. We are, we are spying on each other, so... No cheating in this place. Um, right, let's let's get on with it, Joel. Um, do you want to start? Should I be the first the first victim for your questions? I will start. And just before we we dive into the questions, just a, a word. So me and Kim genuinely have not seen each other's questions. So we're hoping there is no overlap. Yeah, fingers crossed. But yeah, let's go into the first section. This is our ATP stroke WTA tour easy difficulty questions so yes let's start question one kim are you ready i am more than ready let's go for it which country won the very first atp cup this season oh um do you know what joel i'd forgotten the atp cup even happened now you mention it um (laughs) (laughs) so i do know this one though i think most of our listeners probably will um it was, I do believe, it was Serbia who won the ATP Cup, the inaugural ATP Cup. 
That is correct. They beat Spain in the final 2-1. It all came down to that match between uh, Nadal and Djokovic. I know, don't um, remind yeah, me. <laughs> okay, all right, let's move on to the question. <laughs> no, it's all right. I'm not exactly heartbroken over that. Okay, right. So my first question for you, Joel, see how much you remember from the WTA tour so far this year. Who won the Brisbane International this year? Defending a title for the first time in her career. Uh, okay, so very start of the season. Really, already kind of testing my knowledge here, even though it's <laughs> supposedly easy. Even though it's supposedly easy difficulty. Um, oh, well, I if you knew say... you won it last year, you'd also know. Like, if you, remember, <laughs> you won it last year, I mean, oh. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm already struggling. I'm going to guess. Um, I'm going to say, I know this is rogue because she hasn't done anything this season, but I feel like she had like a moment. Angelique Kerber? (laughs) Really? (laughs) She's not been (laughs) in like much form of late at all. Oh, God. Um, Oh, God. I mean, I know, I get what you mean. Like sometimes, you know, she's one of those. From out of nowhere, maybe. Yeah, exactly. I I get what you mean. But no, sadly, it was not Kerber. Um, It was Karolina Pliskova. He won Brisbane for the second time in a row. So, yeah, sorry, Joel. Let's hope a lot of our listeners got that one instead. Good start. Um, Okay, question three. Which tournament did Rafael Nadal secure a hat-trick of titles with this season, with his first of them coming back in 2005? Oh, that is a good question. (laughs) Um. So we've kind of skipped from the start of the season to a bit more recently. Uh, it's, it's um, gosh, I can picture, you know, the, the winners always wear um, the hats, don't they? The sombrero. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, um, <laughs> it's uh, Acapulco because he won it back in the day or when it was on clay and now it's on hard or the other way around. Correct. I think it's on yep, hard now. Correct. Yeah. Yay. Uh, Acapulco. Yeah. Nadal, yeah, he 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 wears that hat, the sombrero, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, oh. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, interestingly, yeah, that tournament, uh, he won it on a, he's won it on a clay court, and he's won it on a hard court, which um, is a, I feel like that's a, a unique, unique fact about that tournament. But yes, yeah, uh, doesn't happen too often, does it? Um, Righty ho, next one for you, number four. Which young player representing Kazakhstan has risen to prominence this year, reaching four finals and claiming one title? Yes. Uh, Of course, you know, I know all Kazakhstan tennis players (laughs) off the, you know, off the top of my, off the top of my head. Um, I do actually think I know this because I think, yeah, she's probably been one of the most informed players across the whole, well, whole season so far. Um, is her surname it's Rybakina? Correct, Joel. Yeah, I think we're saying it right. Rybakina, Rybakina. But yeah, it is Elena Rybakina. I think she's like seventeen in the world now. So, literally in the last twelve months, she has had a metaphoric rise up the rankings and done extremely well. So yeah, she's definitely the woman of the season, perhaps uh, of this short season. <laughs> She's not Putintseva off the Kazakhstan number one spot yeah, as well, for sure. which is yeah. obviously. And I don't think she gets quite as news. worked up as Putintseva <laughs> on court. <laughs> okay, uh, right. Next question. Which player 
secured back-to-back titles in Montpellier and Rotterdam. Mm, Montpellier and Rotterdam. We've actually had more tennis than I remember, uh, now you come to mention it. <laughs> so, oh, um, yeah, I think I know this one, because Montpellier is the tournament where literally a French player wins it every year. So <laughs> I think uh, I think the answer to this one, he had a bit of a, a, a flashy streak. Um, Gail Monfils, I'm sure it's him. Correct. It Yay. was Scale Monfils who, yeah, went, went, he was probably playing some of the best tennis in, in his career this season. Um, and yeah, he won back to back titles in Montpellier and Rotterdam. Excellent. Okay. Right. Question six. Who won the Auckland title in January, which was her first title in three years? Oh, um, Auckland. You don't are oh, Auckland. <laughs> it's like a lead up tournament to the Australian Open. It's quite a low key. I don't know. It's quite a low key one. It's a bit out of the way. So uh, is it something <laughs> or? I don't think. Oh, um, you'll be kicking yourself when you um, hear it if you don't. Was it someone like? um, I feel like it's going to be someone who just plays loads of tournaments, regardless of where or when they are. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with someone like Svitolina. Oh, you love saying her, don't you, for like (laughs) random answers? (laughs) No, you'll be kicking yourself, Joel, because it was Serena Williams. It was her first title oh, after coming so, back, oh my so it was God. really significant. How, yeah. How did I forget that? <laughs> oh, God. I hope none of our listeners forgot that. I'm sure they didn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, right. Let's move swiftly on. Uh, next question. Which doubles team won their sixth Delray Beach title, defeating Luke Bambridge and Ben McLachlan in the final? Delray Beach, right, okay. Delray Beach doubles, not normally uh, a very uh, sort of obvious question, perhaps. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Gosh, I, well. I mean, that was the first question that popped into my head. Of course, yeah. (laughs) I bet you can recite the winners of that particular trophy for the last (laughs) 40 years. Um, Well, I do believe actually that I know this answer because... They were going on like a retirement season. Um, the Bryan brothers, I think it was them. I remember we talked about it in the podcast. Yeah, that is 100% correct. It was the Bryan brothers. Do you um, think yeah, that they will... Title. Do you think they'll defer their retirement to next year? Because obviously they plan to play all these tournaments and say goodbye, but that's not going to happen. So I wonder what they'll do. We'll see. Um, okay. Question eight. <laughs> Who captured their third title in six months by defeating Petra Kvitova in the final of the Qatar Open? Or Qatar, I should say. I've got another little clue if you need it as well to help you. <laughs> Qatar. Um, yeah, what's the, what's, what's the clue? So it's one of her only titles that she's won outside of China. Oh, okay. So likes likes to play in China. Uh, I feel like that she might have done well at the back end of last season when they do the the Asian swing. Um, I'm just trying to think who was doing well. At, right? I, yeah. Okay. Right. I think I think I've got it. Is it? Is it Sabalenka? 
Correct. Well done. Yeah. She she had a really good, well, good last six months. She uh, won Wuhan again and then uh, another one. Can't remember. Uh, Shenzhen, I think. And then obviously uh, also, yeah, Qatar in the last six months. So, yeah, you are correct. Well done. Cool. Right. Uh, and my final question for the round. Which player entered the top 30 for the first time after getting to the semi-finals in Dubai? Hmm. Semi-finals in Dubai, top 30. Gosh. Uh, I've, also, I've also got a clue. I've got a clue for you if you want. I can tell you who he lost to in, in the semi-finals in Dubai. Uh, okay, go on then. <laughs> Drop uh, bitch, so he lost... <laughs> no, that was on the other half, Kim. Oh, of course. Uh, <laughs> um, no, he lost to Sissipas, who oh, then okay. went to, on to lose to Djokovic in the, in the final. Oh, I'm being stupid, Joel. I'm, I'm just, yeah, okay, I've got it now. Um, Dan Evans, I just wasn't thinking of British players because <laughs> obviously they don't normally get to semi-finals of Dubai. Yeah, Dan Evans, because he, he broke the top 30, didn't he? That is correct. Yes, hey. Dan Evans. British, uh, British number one, who again, yeah, was going through, very much going through a purple patch, and will probably be a bit annoyed actually that this is kind of curtailed his season because yeah, he was in, uh, he was in some really, really good form uh, when this all when this all happened. Mm, yeah, that is true, and actually, quite a few of the Brits were not doing too badly. Um, right, okay, question ten. So, name two WTA players that have retired in two thousand and twenty. Uh, yeah, because you know, one is just <laughs> one is just too easy, isn't it, Kim? Well, I, uh, yeah, but these are like mm, names that people should should know. Oh, okay, right. I've got. I know one of them, um, Maria Sharapova. Yeah. Who? That was that felt like a long time coming. That yep. felt like mm-hmm. that needed to have happened six months ago. If I'm being brutally frank. Um, okay. <laughs> Maria Sharapova, and yes, okay, I've got the other person because um, her last tournament, I think, was the Australian Open. Um, Caroline Wozniacki, correct? I think, yes. So, yeah, you are correct. So, had two really big, you know, former world number ones, Grand Slam champions retiring this year. So, and I guess they timed it quite well, seeing as they weren't able to play anyway. Uh, after March. So, right. Okay. So that round, Joel, I think I got full marks and you got three, uh, if my scorekeeping is correct. So listeners, uh, let us know how you've done. Uh, we're going to be moving on to slightly more difficult questions now. So we will see how these go. <laughs> yes. So these are our ATP stroke WTA medium and hard difficulty questions. So once again, I will kick us off. Question one. Which next-gen player captured his first ever title in Buenos Aires this season, defeating lucky loser Pedro Sousa in the final? Gosh, the golden swing. Um, Love a bit of golden swing. <laughs> I wanted to say like Christian Garin, but he's won several titles. Um, he loves a bit of the clay. Um, gosh, next-gen... Next, I was going to say Shapovalov, but no, that's he's he won his first title last year. Oh, is it? Um, oh, it's the only other name I can really think of. I'm not sure if he did win this. I know he's done fairly well on the Golden Swing. Maybe last year he got to like a final or a semi. Um, but 
is it Casper Ka- Root? Root? Correct. Yeah, it, oh, it was. Ka- okay. Casper uh, Root, who, oh, uh, yeah, won his first ever title. Uh, I think his dad won that title as well. I think there was a bit of back and forth banter between them on social media. Um, I could <laughs> be completely wrong, but uh, yeah, I thought that was quite funny. Um, but yeah, Casper <laughs> Root, correct answer. Okay, great. Right. Okay. Question for you. Which American player has unveiled a new initiative called Kindness Wins? And um, most more recently, she has just launched Kindness in Crisis to help with COVID-19 efforts. Yes. So which American I, player? Do you, know, do you know, I know the answer to this, but the only reason I know the answer to this is because you brought this up in a previous <laughs> In a previous uh, in a previous episode, I did. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping our regular listeners will know the answer to this because I think it is Madison Keys. Correct. You are correct. Yep. She is doing her uh, initiative to try and you know raise some money and and do good good deeds. Um, what with everything going on in the world, and yeah, I think we briefly mentioned it on the pod quite recently. So. Uh, perhaps our listeners will also have got that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, next question from me. Which player started the season with an 11 match win streak, including back to back titles in Doha and Adelaide? Oh, oh, um, yes, of course. Because, uh, yeah, I think I know it. Yeah. I'd forgotten about this, actually. Um, you're bringing everything back. Um, I think it's everyone's favourite young, kind of feisty Russian, uh, Andrei Rublev, because he, we were sort of all wondering how he would do at the AO. He was part of our collector set and he, I think he ended up getting to the quarters of AO, lost to Zverev maybe, can't remember. But yeah, Andrei Rublev. Yeah, that is correct. It is Rublev. Um, yeah, he was he was probably the most informed player to start the season on the on the men's side. Um, yeah, and one in in Doha and Adelaide, and again another player who will be annoyed the season has probably ended. Um, so yeah, Andre Rublev. Okie doke. Right. So Joel, what is Heather Watson's current ranking, fresh off her Acapulco title win? Um, and I'm going to give you a point if you're, let's say, within seven ranking places either side of the answer. So you've got oh, a bit of a margin. So, in. <laughs> so generous, Kim. I'm, you know, so glad. Um, right, uh, Heather Watson. Um, so yeah, Heather. I think Heather. Almost, I think for a little bit of time she slipped out of the top hundred. But this again, this season she did well in Hobart. Uh, yeah, she won that title. So I think, she, uh, did she get back into top 50? I think that's the, I feel like that's the question I need to figure out. Uh, I don't think, I don't think she was at top 50 just yet. I think she was close. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say 60, 62. Oh, 62. <laughs> oh no, Joel, you should have gone with your... um. Your first instinct, which was top fifty, 
because oh. her current ranking is 50 in the world oh, as of no. March the 9th. Uh, so you, I can't Take even give like you that. the point for the being within seven places, <laughs> I'm afraid. Um, I think she went up to like 47 for about a week and then she's gone back to 50. I think she just snuck in. Um, but yeah, she's 50 at the moment. So not bad though, oh, considering she's basically okay. halved her ranking in yeah. the last couple of months. Yeah, definitely. Big, big jump. Um, okay. Moving on to another uh, another Brit. So Kyle Edmund uh, won his first title um, in a few in a couple of years, I think, um, at the New York Open. But which Italian player did he beat in the final? Oh wow! Okay, blimey. Um, I really want to say uh, Matteo Viola. <laughs> But I think that is not, I mean, isn't that the guy that Andy Murray played at the like Rafa Nadal challenger and lost to? Um, you just want to bring up the fact that <laughs> you just love bringing up Rafa Nadal and challenger events. Yeah, but, I know. Uh, um, gosh, uh, no, I think, no, it can't have been him. Oh, no. Is it not everyone's like this perennial kind of Italian that just keeps on going? Um I think it was actually, yeah, because Kyle won fairly comfortably. I think it was straight sets. Um, on Andrea Seppi, I think it was Seppi. I like a bit of Seppi. Correct. It yes. was Seppi. Okay. Um, I think he was unseeded in the tournament. But yeah, he's one of those players. He just, for me, he's one of those players I just see in the Grand Slam main draws and and like not not much not much else but yeah he uh he got to the the final in uh in new york but yeah carl edmund uh won his first title since uh the european open in antwerp so yeah so we've uh, actually had quite a few brits uh on a bit of a roll so yeah a bit annoying that the season has now curtailed okay joel right um let's do my next one for you Okay, it's another rankings question. Uh, name the current top five in the WTA rankings. And I'll be in- incredibly generous and say you don't have to get them in the right order. Uh, you just have to name the five players. <laughs> oh, you're so you're so kind, Kim. You're so kind. Um, okay. God, I feel like I feel like I need to get five out of five. Otherwise it's just a car crash. Um <laughs> And I'm already kind of struggling. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, I want to say Naomi Osaka is in there. I want to say, I want to say Simona Halep is in there. I want to say Elena Svitolina, Svitolina is in there. Mm-hmm. And not just because I love saying that name. <laughs> but I genuinely think she's in the top she's five. She's your fave. Um, uh, I don't think Andreescu played enough tennis actually Um, I'm going to go for someone who just plays loads of tournaments Uh, I'm going to say like bit bit of a curveball Belinda Bencic Um, so that's four four. and then I'm going to say uh, Pliskova I think yeah I think Pishkwa is always top five, like mm, so I feel like she'll yeah, be in there somewhere. Okay, so you yeah. said Osaka, uh 
Halep, Svitolina, Benchich and Pliskova. So, <laughs> yes. Joel, you've got you've got three, right? You've got Halep, oh, Pliskova okay, okay. and Svitolina. But Osaka's not in the top five. Uh, neither is Benchich. Osaka's not in the top not Osaka's anymore. Osaka's not in the top five. Oh not my anymore. God. Okay. You forgot the world number one, Ash Balti. <laughs> oh, and God. you forgot the Australian Open champion, Sphere Kennan, who's number four in the world. So, oh, God. Uh, yeah, I'll give you half a mark because you've got a three or five. So let's give We're you We're going to need to edit this section drastically, Kim, I think. Well, uh... you can't hide <laughs> the fact that you don't know the women's world number one, Joel. I'll never let you <laughs> oh, live nightmare. that down. Um, Total nightmare. But yeah, it's Barty, okay, Halleck, right. Pliskova, Kenin, Svitolina. That is the current rankings. So, Okay, right. Let's move swiftly on. Uh, next question. Novak Djokovic is currently undefeated this season. How many singles matches has he won? So how many how many singles match wins does he have? Oh, that's a good question. Because uh, right, okay. Has he? He hasn't lost this year, has he? No, he's not lost this year. And this, this is singles. So this is singles wins, including. ATP Cup and Australian Open. Okay. Gosh, so if there is no more tennis, he can say he's done a whole season unbeaten um, with an asterisk uh, probably by his name. Okay, so ATP Cup, there's what, five ties in that tournament? So if he played, what, two singles matches each in that? It's 10, seven to win the Australian Open, 17. And then he won Dubai, didn't he? So is that a five or six five matches there so that would take him to 22 i don't think he played any other tournaments oh uh he might have played slightly less at the atp cup because they might have put like kekmanovic in i suppose for like a tie that wasn't necessary but i'll just i'm just gonna say 22 22 is incorrect Uh, the answer is 18 Oh, right. Okay. Currently 18 and zero on the tour. Yeah. I think Monfils had match points and that was probably the closest we got to a loss. Um, But yeah, Novak Djokovic undefeated for the whole season uh, at the moment. (laughs) Gosh. Okay. Right. I wasn't too far off. Okay. Next one for you. Where is teenager Leonie Kung from? She reached the final of Hua Hin in just her second WTA main draw of her career, losing to Magda Lynette. But where is she from? Which country does she represent? I actually think I know this. Uh, I don't know the women's world number one, but I definitely know (laughs) more obscure and very niche facts. And I think Kung is from Switzerland. You are really quite odd, aren't you? Um, yeah, she is from Switzerland. <laughs> I love that you know that and not Ash Barty being world number one. But yeah, she is she is Swiss. So potential, you know, future Swiss prospect from her. Uh, okay. Right. My final question for the round. What was the name of the Spanish player who defeated compatriot Albert Ramos Vinolas on his ATP debut at 16 years old in the Rio Open? Oh, that's a great question, Joel. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay. Um, oh, blimey. What was his name? Oh, that's going to annoy me. Um, I want to say 
I think, okay, I think it's Carlos is his first name. But maybe that's just because he's coached by, isn't he coached by Juan Carlos Ferreira? So maybe I'm just, no, I think I'm sure Carlos is his first name, but surname. Oh gosh. I want to say Bedosa, but I I know there's a female player, Paola Bedosa. So I think I'm thinking of her. (laughs) Carlos Bedosa, no, Carlos, Carlos. Oh, what's the Spanish name? I think it ends in like AR, Carlos. I don't know. Uh, Oh, I could be here all day. Um, I don't... Carlos... Carlos somebody. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? Okay. I'll give you I'll give you half a mark because you got okay. his first name correct. All oh, right. Okay, it was It was Carlos. Carlos Alcaraz. Oh, uh, Alcaraz was his yeah. surname. Oh, that's um, a great yeah, name. He, he beat Ramos Menendez. I think it, he, he had to do it. He stayed way up past his bedtime. I think it, it was a match that like, finished after like 3 a.m. Past everyone's bedtime. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yes, Carlos Alcaraz. I'm sure I'm sure we will be seeing uh, a lot more of him in the future, probably on a clay court somewhere on the on the ATP tour. Yeah, I won't forget his name again. Okay, Joel. Right, last question from this round. Name the two players that Kim Clijsters has played uh, on the WTA tour this year. Oh, oh good question. And I think... I, I feel like this question is, I can give you the most confident answer, I think, so far. I, I think I could even give you the tournaments they were at. Oh, um, okay. I think one of them is Joe Conta in Monterey, because I actually thought Conta was going to lose because she's just been coming back from like a knee injury. Uh, but yeah, Conta. Um, and... Also, I think um, Muguruza in Dubai, because she I think her first one back, she took a wild card into Dubai or Doha or one of the two. And uh, yeah, she she played Muguruza, lost in straight sets. But um, yeah, you yep. can tell that she was yep. she had she had not lost a step. Yep. No, you are completely correct with all of that information. So yeah, Muguruza and, and Jay Conta, well done. So that's the end of that round. Uh, we both, according to my tally, have got three and a half. So uh, yeah, listeners, did any of you get full marks on that round? They were slightly harder, but uh, interestingly, Joel, you did better on the on the harder round. So <laughs> obviously just going to check, you love your specific like random tennis knowledge. Yes, that was, uh, yeah, that, those were our ATP and WTA, uh, questions. Uh, and that is part one, actually, of the quiz. Uh, we will be doing a part two of the quiz. So I hope you can join us for that. Um, and that will be covering the Australian Open, Davis Cup, Fed Cup, and our wildcard section. So I hope you can join us for part two in another podcast.